Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Such a sick dropping. Welcome back to Morning After. It's uh, presented to you by Brown and Croup. We've got this design air heating and cooling email today coming up in about 12 minutes. Balloon Party, 27 minutes. QFTA. Uh, Soon enough. An hour and 57 minutes. I wouldn't even try to do the math, Tim. You can't do it. Can't do it. We Someone got will get hurt. Jackson's got all this fun with audio, and I just want to, like, hear it all. What do we got here? The call, the Penguins scoring a back-breaking own goal against the Coyotes? Yeah, let me hear it. The Pens generated this upcoming penalty on Arizona thanks to a shorthanded two-on-one with Rustin Achari. They didn't score. Oh, my goodness! They just did on themselves! <laughs> I like it. The old own goal. Oh, that'd suck. Well, I remember when Mark Bergeron threw the puck into the Blues net once. It was a playoff game. Yeah, threw it in. In St. Louis City's <laughs> new contract allow the first four games to allow by own goals? Isn't that how they was won? <laughs> yeah, there were a number oh, of own goals. Three own goals mm-hmm. in the first three A lot of games. giveaways in the... Uh... In their own end uh, for the uh, fighting dogs. Uh, let's see. We got also got with Doug. You wanted to hear something from the uh, the Charlotte Hornets? I absolutely did. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I think if you score a goal in your own end, it should count as a goal. It does. I mean, for the player. I think that'd be good. It should count as a goal scored. Well, no, then you might get some real funny business at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. When fun. people are trying to reach uh, milestones that'd to get fun. the contract bonus. I got 50 goals, but 30 of them are own goals. Petrangelo, mm-hmm. he's got 31 goals. He gets a million dollars. He gets 32. He's skating up. He turns around. He shoots. <laughs> scores. Would be interesting, yeah. Goalie would be pissed. Mm-hmm. 38. No! See what you started, Zamboni? <laughs> I mean, this is the Godfather. Oh, everybody. Well, it spices it up, doesn't it? No. That was Eric no. Collins. He is the voice of the Hornets. Doug, he's uh, from the Newhouse School of Public Communications, mm-hmm. our competition at the Missouri School of Journalism, along yeah. with 
Northwestern's Medill School mm-hmm. of Journalism. What about Arizona State's Cronkite School of Journalism? You want to fight those guys, too? Well, Lindenwood's turned out a whole bunch that work here in St. Louis. And Syracuse is to be the number one journalism school. Missouri, Syracuse, Northwestern were commonly accepted as being the number one mm-hmm. school of journalism to launch people into huge careers of... I think Costas went to Syracuse, didn't he? He did. He's Cuse. I just Mike Tirico, your nemesis. I don't think there's any journalism school that can teach you how to be a good play-by-play guy. You just got to go do it. And either you've got it or you don't. Yeah, you get the degree and then you work on it yourself. I'm not sure the degree is even worth it at all. It's even oh, needed. look at that. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> well, for play-by-play? What, what are you going to do? Either you've got it or you don't. Well, Tim didn't get a degree and look at him. Look at this. Look at that. That's what I mean. <laughs> Either you've got the verbal skills and the knowledge to pull it off, or you don't. It doesn't matter if you study and you get well, a, a grade on a test. Back in your day, in Tim's day, in Casas's day, you thought you needed a journalism degree. Yeah. And right when I graduated, I knew this degree was pointless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you find <laughs> out you really weekend, didn't need it. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't need to go to school. No. Jackson says, more calls with people screaming. I got you. Here's the Korean call of Tyler Bass's missed field goal. I'd like to hear it. 모든 문제를 닫았어요. 그렇기 때문에 조셸런 선수가 오른쪽으로 나오면서 시간을 벌어봤지만 오픈된 리시버를 찾을 수 없었습니다. 44야드 걸입니다. 타일러 베스. 아! 오른쪽으로 벗어났어요. That was an ancient, was it? Why, why in the world would the people of Seoul, Korea, care what happened to the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Buffalo Bill. Now I'm Buffalo Bill, Kansas City. Uh, why would they care about that? I don't know. Probably Maybe don't. gambling? Yeah. I don't know. Do they really uh, watch Brian NFL? Brian Henson says, Ann Young, indeed, indeed. So mm-hmm. I guess that was him. Do they really watch NFL football? They must. I guess. I think he said, uh, I don't speak Korean, but I'm pretty sure he said, I haven't seen a foot like that since I went into this sound cloud of Rex Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> We got there. <laughs> we already heard that Isn't one. Isn't it amazing that, that American football really has not caught on as a participation sport almost anywhere else in the world? It's violent as hell, dude. What are you talking about? Well, there are other sports, too, that are violent, that are played. Rugby's played in many parts of the world. Hockey's played all over. But American football... It is amazing. It, it is actually, I do agree, I've thought about that sometimes, that for how it's clearly the number one sports in the United States, and mm-hmm. I think even people who would hate it would, would acknowledge that, I think, that its success really stops at the borders of the United States. Yeah. I mean, relatively speaking, it certainly still has some semblance of followings elsewhere. Right. They play in Canada, some. But it's not but nearly as big. No. Even close anywhere else. I would venture to guess the United States is the only country in the world that pretty much plays every sport. We don't do a lot of cricket. I've seen cricket. Cricket's huge. In, well, you see it, but it's well, not like I'm it's saying a they play it, but I guarantee you in Korea they're not playing curling they're oh i think not, they do. They're probably, probably not, not playing football yeah well, we have the resources here and the numbers of people that someone has played every sport well and kids follow what their parents do so like look at what how long how hard it is for soccer to become the most popular sport here we have mm-hmm. all the resources we have you know what three so many hundreds of millions of people and it's still not the number one sport and we're no. still it's safe to say it kind of half-ass at, at the sport as a whole in comparison to our population. It's probably hurt a lot by football because football is so much more interesting to watch. 
if you don't have good football to watch, you know, soccer's it. But if you're watching college football, NFL football, a soccer game, in comparison, for most people, I mean, there is no comparison, the entertainment value. Okay, good point. <laughs> I no, thought you guys were conversing. I thought it wasn't a bad point. I thought it was okay. My computer commercial screen just like okay, just like jumped, and now I can't find where the placement is for. All right, so. Australia may be a country that plays almost every sport. They play football. They play rugby. They play cricket over there. They play soccer. They play baseball, tennis, golf. How much American football do they play? They have their own football called Australian football. Do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that's, that that's rugby, but it's well, Australian football is different. I know they crank out an awful lot of punters, but but that's coming from the rugby ranks, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Australian football. It's different than rugby. But I think they play football too. Okay. You would just think, with the popularity here, and if they're watching it on TV all over the globe, that they might play it more. But apparently they well, don't. Now that those announcers did the missed field goal, I'm sure. Football in Korea is really big yeah, now. It's probably sweeping the streets of Seoul as we speak. I yeah, just wait till they see that flag football game next week. Uh, was it Pro Bowl? Yeah, they went. Do to they f- even play it anymore? Yeah, they went to flag football now. Yeah. And skills challenge. I remember when that was a big deal, the Pro Bowl, a big deal. Oh. I don't know why we thought it was such a big deal, but they played like it was. Well, they realize now that nobody's plays so. Yeah, like football. And they don't want to get hurt. They're making so much money, they don't want to put that on the line. Players are in charge of the league now, I think, more than the the ownership. Didn't used to be that way. It used to be a good game to bet on because, I mean, it went over almost every year. You just bet the overline. Yeah. Doug, why don't we bet on the Pro Bowl today? Ugh. Yeah, it became totally unwatchable. It became laughable. <laughs> Like, what are you doing here? Why are you even going through the motions? The linemen would just stand up and touch each other. Nobody rushed. No. No. Nobody blocked. Yeah. It, I guess they'd just do away with all of it, but it must have been a moneymaker. So no, you knew you were a degenerate gambler. When you said, Dad, what's the spread on the AFC? Yeah. Uh, Doug, they're wondering in the uh, YouTube chat, what club do you hit on Redbud? Uh, hole number six at Forest Park. How far away am I? Jackson. Redbud number six is about 185 to 195, depending on what tees you play, par three with a three-tiered green. Oh, I'd probably hit my hybrid. Yeah, that's what I hit. Uh, a little bit of room on right to miss. Left, you're going to run into some foliage issues. Okay. Uh, bunker on the left side. Is the hole after that a that? par four with, a, like, a valley? Yes. The, the next par four is a, is a fairly narrow par four that all slights, uh, slants to the right. Yeah, left to right. So if you land on the left side, there's a good chance on a dry day you're still going to roll down to the right side to a little postage stamp green. Yeah, I don't it does like have that. a postage stamp. It does. I don't like that in my fairways. I think you hit ball straight down the fairway, I'll be in the fairway. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's, if you miss right. You're, you be, you you're best good. not join Old Worsen this year. Has it got a lot of that going on? Absolutely. You roll down the, I don't like that. Well, well, then don't join. join. Yeah, you yeah, yeah that, that's what's kept me from joining so far. <laughs> Doug, just rip up that check and <laughs> Redbud 6 is where former Rams punter Johnny Hecker hit a hole-in-one uh, in a tournament and won a two-year lease on a Buick. Is he still in the league? Yeah, he's a punter yeah. for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, good guy, too. He's very yeah, nice. I met guy. him. I was great a huge guy. fan of him. Mm-hmm. He was shocked nice. if he got that. 
He's got to be mid-30s by now, though. Isn't he? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, i got to tell you, I'm looking at uh, the Little Piddles half and half, just taking a peek real quick. This Little Piddles ratcheted his game Is up. Is it quite a show? Yeah. I was just trying to bring some heat. Yeah, but they're like good topics What's and local, too. There? Uh, I, I have had this ready to go for today's show, but we just never got to it. We had so much going on. But uh, Jeremy Rutherford's Blues fan survey results are out. I bet you'll be surprised by something. I'll, I'll do one of them right okay, here. Okay, just, just do one. Because this will go into a guy both of us covered when we were okay. at KMOV together. If Joel Quenville were interested in the job and cleared by the NHL to return, would you be in favor of him returning to St. Louis? Doug, what is your answer? And what do you think the answer of the voters? I would give a wholehearted yes. I thought so. And what do you think the voters? Uh, voters would probably say about 50-50. No, I'd say 80-20, yes. Uh, no one, 58.6 to 41.4. I was Why? surprised by that. And what is it they don't like about his three Stanley Cups, uh, winning his coach in Blues history? Jeremy Rutherford wrote his takeaway. said, I'm a little surprised with this result for a simple reason. Blues fans love their own, and Quenville was a popular coach in St. Louis from 1997 to 2004, winning a franchise best 307 games. His role in the Chicago Blackhawks' Kyle Beach abuse cover-up may be a factor here, or fans may just think he's not a good choice for a retool. I was surprised by that. I would have thought yeah. kind of comparable to Iggy's numbers, actually, on yeah. the 80-20. Well, people have to find something to be upset by. and Screw Quinville, no. I'm yeah. going no, because everybody's going to say yes, so I'm going to say no. Right. And it turned out that everybody said no. Mm. Mm-hmm. How about Hitchcock? Would you want him back? Thanks, Keisha. <laughs> Keisha Gray at her uh, I think Hitch is probably done, though. I would think. It's already going well, into the hall. Quinville's no, no longer a young man either. Hitchcock is six years older than Joel Quinville. Hitchcock is 72 now. He's aged a little bit more than Quinn. Wasn't in quite as good a shape. Quinville's a former Quinville, Quinville player 65. himself. Oh, yeah, I think they'd do great to get him. I don't know if he's interested in doing it. I don't know if he's yeah, he may not. Talked about his interest level. I don't know if the NHL would okay it. Uh, let's see what we got. One month ago, Gary Bettman has not touched Joel Quenville's unofficial ban after Chicago scandal. That's that's all. And that's that, that scandal was a, a, a trainer inappropriately touching a player? Was that it? Was that what it was? Anybody remember what know. that was? And then the, the player complained about it and the management... Didn't take his complaints seriously. I, I think that's what it was. I could be wrong there, but I think that's what it was. Yeah, well, kind of like the paternal thing where he said he knew, but he didn't say anything. Kind of like that. I, I think in that same ballpark, but I, I don't want to say definitively because I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that's what it was. And there's no way to find out. It's not, it's not written anywhere on the Internet. I actually have found it. You did? I typed Joel Quenville in Google, and then I hit enter. And then this New York Post article came out. I don't have that month. on my Google. I pay for it. Oh, that's why. Slapshots has been told by a high-ranking NHL official that Quinville has not been reinstated by Gary Bettman from the indefinite, albeit unofficial, suspension he's been serving since October 28, 2021 for his failure to act responsibly in connection with the Kyle Beach sexual assault scandal and cover-up that took place under the coach's watch in Chicago. Thus, the 65-year-old Quenville is not eligible for consideration to fill coaching vacancies until further notice, likely until at least this upcoming offseason. But his reinstatement at that point is not guaranteed, neither is parole at any date. It appeared as if Quenville was gaining traction last summer when he met with the commissioner, but there is a sense that matters shifted. 
Perhaps hmm. there was some backlash when Quenville was invited to address the league coaches it's, uh, in September to discuss what he had learned from the scandal. Perhaps Quenville suffered from some collateral damage in the wake of Mike Babcock's disastrous re-entry into the league in Columbus. Or perhaps Bettman be- believes reinstating Quenville after just two-plus seasons out of the league is simply not appropriate. Perhaps this is not only a consideration of optics. Hiring Quenville is going to be a tough sell, not only from PR standpoint in any specific team's market, but likely to players as well. The NHL is increasingly dominated by a new generation that all but certainly would not look away or stand up for things that might have been accepted in 2010. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. If there's any market that would probably accept him, it's this one. Based on how how popular he was here and how, how successful he was. Yeah, this article was sparked by the Berube firing in the New York Post, for the record. Yeah. And you know there'll be probably five to eight NHL coaches who are coaching right now who won't be the coach of their teams when April rolls right. around. Mm-hmm. So there will certainly be... Well, your name will come up for a couple of them, I would think. Well, I mean, I'm learning to skate at Kirkwood. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think once teams see that, they know that I could put together a, a real nice PK. Is it mandatory that the coach be able to skate? Could you stand on the on the bench and scream? Oh, that'd be so funny if they had, so had like, great. two assistants. Yeah. Like, one they on each him. arm, kind of. Or a chair. You got a chair yeah, with tennis carry balls. Carry some guy who's 5'1". Okay, turn me around. Let's do power play. You just would have to think. Mm, never play. Like, if I, were, if I were brought in in Edmonton, you know, and yeah. I realized they've won 13 games in a row, so maybe I won't be. Well... I don't know. But uh, especially with those fans who aren't passionate about the Oilers, if I came up there and was carried around, you know, at practice yeah, and scolded Connor McDavid and Jackson's guy, Dreisaitl, mm-hmm. which was one of the most stunning moments in the history of Balloon Party when he rattled that off. I call him Leon. But, 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 His friends usually do. But thought that Alex Petrangelo was... Playing with them yeah. in Edmonton all while knowing that Leon Dreisaitl even existed sure. stunned Jamie Rivers. It was mm-hmm. a moment called, of Kale great Ma- equity. Yeah, I called Kale McCarr, Cole Komet. Right. Kyle. He can understand that, though, yeah, Doug. Bears tight end. Yeah. I would be uh, shocked if an NHL coach didn't know how to skate. First how about of that all, yeah, I think that, 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 that promo. That goes. Well, first of all, play I, that on 101. They play promos of our show sometimes on 101. They do, and it's the they. I don't know where they come from. I know it's none of us cutting them up. And and I, it, it, they, if anything, it's almost like a kamikaze promo. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world anybody who's not familiar with the show would listen to the show after hearing the promos because mm-hmm. they're just like taking any 30 seconds of the nonsense that's discussed in here for 180 minutes today. But, but that's fair. It is fair. I mean, hey, yeah. we're doing it. Mm-hmm. These are our words. And I go, oh my God, what 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 was that? <laughs> I should preface. I should probably reword that. I'd be shocked if an NHL coach could get a job without knowing how to skate. <laughs> well, that's not a big statement. Well, really. Are there guys who kick with both legs? <laughs> I mean, almost all of them were former players. Well, almost all. <laughs> well, yeah, they got to be able to like it. I would say 90% of them are from Canada. And if you're in Canada, you know how to skate. Imagine being on the podium after a tough loss and just dragging one of your players under the buff for not Almighty. skating hard. And this is the dude who cannot skate. Yeah. Oh. Uh, even Hitchcock got out there and skated. 
Scotty Bowen was skating in There's his There's no year. excuse if Hitchcock is out there on the ice. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So, therefore, I will not be leaving the morning after You're to coach not. the Edmonton Oilers. Well, how good is your skating at this point? I'm about to get back out on the ice probably here uh, within the next 48 hours, as a matter of fact. But it's very bad. Bad, quite bad. And then the last thing I want to do is injure myself solely yeah. for golf reasons. And I worry that I'll, like, try to stop myself with, you know, falling. Falling back and break a wrist. That exactly. happens a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> It doesn't I would hurt be furious that, with myself. It doesn't hurt to send a resume up to the HR in Edmonton and kind of see and just where see, that lands. Just see. Yeah. I mean, would you guys move to Edmonton so I can do the show in the morning? You and get then... a lot of backing from here, Tim. You imagine that's one of your your stipulations in your contract? <laughs> I you need bring to your radio to show from HD Two Show. We could be the assistants. <laughs> nice. Are you interested? Yeah. I call PowerPoint. I want to be the PowerPoint coach. Darn it, Doug. You can handle the PK. Okay. Iggy, what do you want to do? I'll be the goaltender coach. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's starting to shake. Cut off the angle. Jackson, Get out there. Cut off the angle. Jackson's play-by-play because he knows the game. Yeah. And our scout. He's Either that, be. yeah, scout, and then also I'll be in charge of the four-check. Nice. Plowk, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm going to do the penalty or the power play. Don't oh, you okay. think they'd I'm lose the, the franchise if we did that? <laughs> you think they'd move? Yeah. Six six weeks later, the league would come and move the franchise I to Milwaukee. I think it'd be a great reality show. You just go over to the bench, <laughs> let in a goal. Quit flopping, you idiot. <laughs> Be great yeah. guy for a guy on an expiring contract then to get in the league and we're not mm-hmm. playing him because that's nice. A, that's got a little bit of Ted Lasso in it. Though. I was about to say it's Ted guy Lasso. Who doesn't know what he's doing? Hey, it's uh, 9.53 and my terrible time management's been uh, a high factor here this morning. So I got to make sure uh, we get out uh, because uh, we've got a balloon party coming up. Longo Biggs uh, is a sponsor of this program. They are online at longobigs.com, L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs. Longo Biggs. See, you can see these guys at our uh, TMA events. They've been to a number of them. Trivia night a couple months ago. The golf tournaments. If you are injured in a car accident and need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If anybody in my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. They are not the churn and burn type of law firm. With Doug and CD, you won't be just another file lost in the shuffle. If you have questions about your case, you'll talk to Doug or CD personally, and they will handle every aspect of your case the entire way. They'll get to know you, and you will get to know them. They're local, they're friendly, they're professional, most importantly, excellent personal injury lawyers. They are local, they care about their reputations, and they are native St. Louisans to do so. Longobigs.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on adverts. Doug, did you have to use your hot take mitts today from Engineer Design Facilities? Not yet, but they are right here. Maybe I'll put them on for the email just in case oh. they get a little oh, saucy. Oh, you're sexually assaulted, so you definitely right. need to get those well, on. Nothing, yeah. nothing hotter than me saying that uh, I'd be shocked if an NHL coach not a Yeah, that was. 
was a tick. That was a tick. I should have had them on. It's no wonder my fingers are tingling. Do you want to support the ADF group as a sponsor, <laughs> teammate? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the ADF group at fire at the edfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the edfgroup.com. The EDF group is hide and will prevent your facility from having hide fires. Experience the EDF group difference or more at the edfgroup.com. Balloon party in five minutes, QFTA in 95 minutes, and you can listen anytime by podcasting on 101 ESPN or by podcasting the Tim McKernan Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling okay. email today. And y'all. How much do you pay for Hulu? $13. You kidding me? I'm at $42. <laughs> now, my Hulu is spelled with a 1 instead of the L, and I also tacked on the Showtime Z with a Z and stars with an S apps, and I was provided a reference link by some dude in Nigeria, but I'm still befuddled why I'm paying so much more than anyone else. Ah, I'm on the case for you, Leather. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. SMR Susie Cream Cheese. Try me with your jarred pasta sauce. Oh, Brian Henshin. And Young, you don't need, you know how to uh, skate in order to stand on a small ladder behind the bench, Mr. Tim. You have my votes for Blues Coach. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, bowl executive and leader of the McCurkin for Hockey Coach campaign. Okay. Brian Henshin, bowl executive. Trophies traditionally have been made with metal figures, wood columns, and wood bases. In recent years, they have been made with plastic figures and marble bases. This is to retain the weight traditionally associated with a quality award and make them more affordable to use as recognition items. And that's a good thing, because if they gave out trophies for doing it right, Tim would get one every day. Oh. But this email is about surprises. Surprises in the bedroom. My buddy Jimmy's dad had fallen asleep, and I was a bit of a prankster. So I kept tapping his knee with my love. <laughs> no. And his patterol reflex kept making him kick his supper tray. I don't say supper, supper tray. tray. He was like, don't pull a sleeping man's leg. You never know where it might kick. With that, he threw me on my bread basket and pulled my britches the rest of the way down and just went to town. I already knew what a man's finger felt like, but oh. this one was different. Oh. <laughs> it felt like a sausage with a plastic tip. Oh. I kept thinking, geez, Mr. Broderick. I was about clipping those fingernails, but to my surprise, he kept going whilst grabbing my mouth with both his hand, giving me a mandible claw hold. Oh. And that is the story of the time my buddy Jimmy's dad gave me the stinky big toe treatment. Oh. That's from Easy, and then the last name is Lay. Easy Ed McCauley. <laughs> is that what you said? Uh, his last name was Lay. Oh, Easy Lay. As most of you know, I'm not happy with how I look naked. Yeah, we all know that. It's been a burr in my Sibian for many years, but I've never addressed it. Well, I was pounding some whiskey sours with Doug at the Sappington Lounge on Christmas Eve. You went to the Sappington Lounge on Christmas Eve? I've been to the Sappington Lounge, and I do enjoy a whiskey sour, but I was not there on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and we got to talking about our bodies and how they look pretty effing gross as we get older. And do you remember the advice you gave me, Doug? You said, bruh. Just because you are a moist, foul-smelling flesh beast doesn't mean you have to look like one, bruh. You said bruh at the beginning and the end yeah, of the sentence. Yeah, both. I said too much, probably. Well, that was the kick in the pant that I needed. When we finished our last eight slippery nipples, you said, hey, let's get some slingers, some ice cream, and some malt liquor and watch some of my old news segments. No. Gosh. Yeah, disgusting. I said, not tonight, guy. I'm working on the new me. And I started the journey to a new, less grotesque me that might... 
with a tremendous poop and a gallon of Monster Energy drink. That's the end of the sentence? <laughs> yes. Didn't go anywhere. Hell of an ending. Half a Since that Christmas Eve at the bar with you, Doug, I'm down 83 pounds. My cholesterol is now at a manageable 435, oh. and I wear a size 42, 28 slacks. Uh, 42, <laughs> 28. Slim down there, buddy. Like a weevil wobble. <laughs> I owe it all to boofing rails of Ozempic and my life Sherpa, Doug. Well, I'm happy to help. I don't think we needed to watch the old news segments, though. <laughs> And finally, who was that? Uh, hold on a second. I'm sorry. That's the calcified ear. Oh, calcified ear. And finally, Iggy's retirement plan, as previously workshopped live on air, consisted of faking his own death, <laughs> passing his outstanding debts on to his next of kin, and stalking nudists from behind the shrubs at Hallover Beach. $8,000 goes a long way when you cut out all the streaming apps. <laughs> <laughs> and grocery bills and rely on the charity of well-heeled nudists for food and to borrow their phones for the occasional emergency call and or OnlyFans leak search. So, um, yeah, I guess we're done ranking the worst segments in TMA history. The worst segment has to be the Jose Soft Hands Ortiz talking about himself for 40 minutes, including a 20-minute stretch in which no one else said a word. And you just let him go as if you wanted to see when his batteries would run out. Oh. It was brutal. Hey. I think my favorite worst segment was during spring training 2014 while Doug was doing the show from St. Louis and nobody realized that Doug was the only one anyone could hear for the bulk of the 7 o'clock hour. Oh. We'd get <laughs> large blocks of dead air followed by the occasional line from Doug chiming in. <laughs> At least we were awarded by getting to hear Doug read email of the day where Doug started outing emailers' government names like mm -hmm. Brent Shelton. I'll do that. One emailer was smart enough to not have his government name tied to his email address, which culminated with Doug reading the words, Plops here, hot men in the Florida sun. Give me some more, you beachy boy pigs. Oh. That's from Buck Swope. Buck and that's who we have Swope. for the design air heating and cooling email of the day. It's 10.01. Uh, so I'll, I'll go. go with Easy Lae. Swope. Uh, I'll go with the calcified ear, Plowhawk. I'll go calcified ears. Calcified ears! Yeah, Couple good lines. The design in here, heating and cooling email of the day. Jackson and I are late by 